Okay. I'm going to get right down to the nitty gritty of this um, review. But I did finish the second season of The Boys. The Boys. And I was going to do this review as soon as I finished watching it. But then I didn't because I was so upset. Um, not upset. More so just I I stopped caring. Um, I know this is way past the the time that, you know, people cared about the fact that The Boys came out, but, um, which is why I wanted to wait until this time. Uh, I don't like this show. It's not good. It's not interesting. It's not different. It's not new. It's not innovative. It's the same dumb shit that, realistically... DC and Marvel have already done to their own respective properties a thousand times over. Um, what is it? Uh, Marvel has Superion, who's their evil Superman, and then you got a. Uh, and then DC constantly makes um, shit about like a Dark Justice League or the Injustice League or whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you know, it just signifies that there's an evil Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, evil Flash, and evil Batman. Um, what is it, uh, um, I want to say, uh, Crisis on Two Earths, that, that movie is, is essentially, emphatically, um, an entire The Boys thing, just if the Superman wasn't bogged down by regular humans to a point where it just absolutely makes no fucking sense as to why he would still, with all that power and, and abilities, would still take orders from someone, would just, it, it makes no sense that he would. Um, especially if he has so many mental anguish about the fact that he has to take orders or people don't listen to him and stuff like that. So, you know, fucking retarded. Um, now, the boys, like, that, that's my own personal bias, is, is why I don't like the boys. Um, and then considering who the actual main characters are supposed to be and the lack of the focus from them, the lack of focus towards the regular characters who are supposed to oppose these superheroes, the, uh, the, the actual, the boys, um, is so goddamn jarring to me, it is redonkulous. You, you made a series in which you wanted to showcase normal people going up against these superpowered beings and then either coming ahead or losing. It's seeing their struggle against these beings that are just far superior to them. It should be the, the, the core essence of the entire fucking show. But it's not. It's not the core essence of the show. The show revolves around Homelander. That's it. It revolves around Homelander. Like I said, I've seen an evil Superman before. And it's like, now you got an evil Superman who's worried about Twitter. That's, that's fucking stupid. Like, that just really is stupid so oh my god worry about twitter his poll numbers and shit like that like he's a goddamn politician and it's like he uh what if you did something weird where it was like you know depending on his popularity determines how strong he is therefore he actually legit has a necessity to want to be reigned in supreme but it's like he is still that 
damaged, fucked up individual. So he does fucked up shit, and when people find out about it, they lose interest in him, which causes him to lose his power. Um, that's just an interesting thing a character could do. But, you know, just just speculating here. That's not something I would want for that, but it's just, you know, just an interesting thing you could do to any type of character with that power scaling. So, I'm not even getting into the review. I'm just bitching. Um, so, in actuality, the second season opens up, and it does um, the, the carrot dangle, where, um, the carrot on the stick method, where essentially it ended on a cliffhanger, and then it picks up without recognizing said cliffhanger um, immediately. What it does is that it kind of tricks you and just keeps it, um, just keep that carrot dangling from that stick as you just basically are watching and watching and anticipating exactly what the fuck happened. You see Homelander, but you don't see, um, what's his name? Butcher? Yeah, you see Homelander, but you don't see Butcher. So you're constantly wondering exactly what the fuck happened. Is Butcher dead? Butcher is basically one of the core elements of the show. So I already knew he wasn't going to die, but at the same time, it was annoying waiting for them to finally reveal his ass. When... Uh, they, they could have just did it before, but again, this was it's a, it's a it's a way to get you to keep watching the story to wonder like what happened, what happened. Then at the very end, Butcher shows up at the hideout where the boys are staying at because they're like you know wanted for terrorism and shit. So it uh it did that in the very first episode. Made me just completely uninterested in all the bullshit that was going on. I didn't care about none of the characters' fascination, none of the um, stuff that was brought up or anything like that, because essentially I was just going, where's Butcher at? Like, all of this shit is going to come to a head eventually, but for right now, they're kind of recapping and bringing us back to speed with a lot of these characters, and I don't care. I really don't care. Um, having the main guy kind of being in this pseudo-relationship with the, uh, the Starlight Girl... And then him still being that weird fuck um, from the first season just annoys the hell out of me. It's like, you know, you got a guy on there that essentially is always, like, going back to try and have a normal life when you can't. He's in a situation where literally he can't. The person that he likes would would immediately establish that he can't have a normal life, even if he was to be in a relationship with her. But instead of being a rational individual, much like the rest of the characters in The Boys, who understands what the fuck is going on, and then at the same time is willing to accept this horrible change in his life, and then try to either overcome it or whatever, it's it's it, it be, it's cool to have him be, you know, like he wants to go back to his normal life. You know, he wants to have an everyday thing going on and whatnot, and he's striving for that. But you didn't give him that. You're giving him a, like a, a sense of, I'm ignoring my present situation in the hopes that everything will just yeah, wash away. Completely taking away his justification for being involved with these motherfuckers in the first place. So having him want to just be like, eh, you know, drop it. 
And it's like, well, why didn't he have this mindset before? Well, he was hurt because his girlfriend died. Well, apparently now that that doesn't even like you know he brings it up every now and again, but like so, it's like it just seems like all he needed to do was just have a good cry and understand that the world isn't fair and there's some bullshit going on and probably not like superheroes as much. And and it's like it seems like that would have been the best thing for his ass if he's gonna stay this constant character all the fucking time because he does not grow as a character you just learn new shit about his past but he does not advance as a character he's still the same whiny nerdy um meaty boy that he was in the beginning of the series and and i think that this is dumb now now in the first season i actually liked what they did with him um at certain points in times, what it seems like, you know, the pressure and all this bullshit going on with these superhero people finally was having him snap and break and understanding that you can't play by the rules with these people because they're literally superpowers. They got literal superpowers, and in the in the public eye, they can do no wrong. You personally know that these people are all fucked up. You know all the, the horribleness of it, but you see the masses clamoring to them, and they should have easily had him recognize and see like you know i used to be like that i used to think that just because this superpower person said this i should have went along with it and now i no longer do that and it 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 honestly would have been a major contrast from like butch and the other the boys cast considering the fact that all of them are like you know ex-military they've they've done gritty shit they've been in the thick of it they are already people who have a spur towards the real world and like they've been dealing with these superpower people and they're jaded to it so having a new guy who's basically coming to terms with that ideology would have been a fantastic showcase it would have been a lot for his character it would have been interesting to see to where it was like my issue is that all you can't really trust these soups and like the higher you go the worse they get but now i'm meeting someone who is high up and she's just as deluded as I am. So now, is it to think like you know, are there other super, um, are there other superheroes that are like this, or other people with superpowers that are you know the, the exact same way, where they actually believe in this like I did, and then they just get turned by the system because it turns out it's all fucked up. The interesting shit like that, which would have gave some depth to this character. No, only thing you did is that you just said that uh, Butch had a had a brother that looked just like you. And he was the only one that was able to calm him down. Because he was just this wild card all the time. No one knew how to calm him down. And he was the only one that would calm him down. I think that's why he keeps you around. To keep him calm. What the fuck does that got to do with anything? I don't give a damn what was going on with him. I'm only him with by circumstance. I'm not him by choice. You know? And it's like, these aren't my best friends. Um, the, uh, Huey's. It's like, these aren't Huey's best friends or the people he connect with the most. No, these are just people who he has to associate with because of circumstance. I want to get back at the superheroes. You guys are the only people around that wants to do something against these superheroes. I need to join up with you. I'm not the same as the rest of you, but circumstances. But they don't acknowledge that. And it's fucking annoying that they don't because it's just stringing along any type of progression that his character can have because he doesn't he just stays the same 
And there is no argument in that because you can't, if you show a character who does something badass one moment and then he goes back to being a bitch because he doesn't even rectify or acknowledges the actions that he did that were either badass or different or outside the realm of his comfort zone, then yeah, he's stagnant. He's not doing anything. He just had a moment of clarity in which he just, hey, I could do this and it'll help save everybody. And then he does it. And then he just, he goes back to zero and you have to start that train all over again to where it's him struggling with the idea of I can do this to help or save everyone. And it, it just, it, it, all it does is just that there's no progression with that. And I'm not saying like, you know, he does a badass thing that he just stays a badass character. No, you have him acknowledge the decision that he made. You have him come to terms or come to grips with something. You implement other things that have him question his ideals or his train of thought as he's committing to them. That can help do something. But you don't do that. You just have him revert back to zero. You have him go up to 11, and then he reverts right back to zero. And you slowly build him up to 11 again, and then you bring him right back down to zero. There's there's nothing to that. Nothing at all. Rather than slowly bringing him up to 11 in the sense of, okay, let's crank it up to 4. Bring it back down to 3. Now crank it up a little bit to six, bring it back down to three one more time, slowly, but slowly, but slowly, but slowly, bringing it up to 11. We get a glimpse of the shit that he's capable of, and at the same time, we understand where he's coming from and why this is happening, rather than just, oh, like he's been a bitch this entire time, but then at this one moment when something comes to head, now all of a sudden, he got an idea, he got plans, people need to listen to him, he's the go-getter, he's the one that's making the moves, baby, he's making all the moves, and then it's over with, then they go back to listening to Butcher, what the fuck? Like, even the way how the series ended for Hubie, I was like, yo, do they just in, just want to keep you as a manipulated little bitch forever? And I was like, he literally started working for the chick who's obviously going to be one of the villains in the next season. And all they're going to do is just string along the constant notion of them trying to explain to him eventually that she's evil. Or he'll find out that she's evil, and then he'll just be a nervous wreck around her whenever he's trying to figure out or do something in order to try and stop her because he's afraid of her power and whatnot which will lead to her either discovering him or not it doesn't fucking matter it's just it's gonna be stupid no matter what he's either gonna be this hopeless zealot who just constantly is like you guys don't know her like i do she's trying to help people and she's against super pure superpowers and they'd be like yeah dude but um She's she got one also. You are all just jealous of me because my life is normal. Some some dumb shit like that. Probably you know like a, I'm gonna scream at you and then they be like oh okay so that's how it is and then they like they leave him alone. Then he sees that she has a power and she goes but you understand right because I need this power in order to fight people with powers and he'd be like oh and then he come back to him, you guys are right I'm sorry I never should have doubted you let's hug. Dumb shit like that. So, I, I don't like this show. I don't like it. I don't like it. I never will. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't care for it. But again, I'm now just breaking down a character. I'm not even, I'm still not really into a review. So, um, again, the series opens up on the first episode, kind of, Back, um, backtracking, highlighting stuff from the first season, um, as well as introducing 
Uh, did they introduce the, the new soup in this one? I, I don't know. Um, but they uh, they did stuff. <laughs> they let's just say they 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 did stuff on the first episode that just was an inevitable wait until Butcher showed up, and then at the very end of the episode, Butcher shows up, and I was just sitting there going, "Oh boy, I'm so happy," and because I was just really waiting on him. But it's like, yeah, every it's it's not that there's a wait for him, but it's just that everything teeters on Butcher. Without Butcher, the show goes nowhere. He's the only one who comes up with ideas. He's the only one who has a plan. And the constant notion of being like he just completely discriminates against people with powers is, is like is like that's the that's the cornerstone of his character. You know, it's like that's everything. Is that yeah, he's he's a racist when it comes to soups. So that's fine. I don't care about that. But then it's just that you constantly keep putting him in situations where people are sitting there going, you know, will he or won't he kill this soup? And it's like, yeah, he will. We all know he will. Why are we questioning this as if this is fucking new to him? Hell, I thought it was dumb when he re-met his wife and then they fucked. And then after they fucked, she like she was with him making the plans to get out of there. And then she came back the next day and was like, no, nah, I can't do it because you, you'll, you'll kill my son. I was like, you'll find a way. I know you will. And then he was like, he was like, what are you, what are you talking about? I won't, I won't hurt him. And she was like, yeah, you will. And she was like, just hound him and hound him. And he was like, because he's a fucking soup freak. And then she was like, like looking like, oh, how dare you? But it, it was one of those things where I was like, I understand where she's coming from. But she refuses to acknowledge where he's coming from. You know, you were my wife. You were put in a facility and taken away from me. I thought she was fucking dead for all these years. And I've been doing nothing but trying to get revenge because I thought you were dead for all these years. And it just led me to further hate, 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 and hate soups. And now, not only do I find you, but I see that you survived. Um, you survived. And you're raising the child. From when you were raped, and you're acting as if I'm supposed to take that as normal. You, you see, and, and all of that is completely fucked up. But it's the lack of acknowledgement on her part that I did not like. Because it just, it pinned him as just being completely evil or pragmatic towards the, um, the understanding of having a soup kid. And it's like, no. No, that's not fair. You know, and it's like, yo, me finding, it's like all of that anger comes from somewhere. It, it's like, yeah, I never liked soups. But the, the, the notion of me wanting to kill them came so much later. <laughs> that came after I lost you, you know? And it's like, like they like they keep pointing out he's always been an angry person. He's always had this history of violence and whatnot. So it was like, yeah, that's always been there. But the complete and utter hatred for soups that he has. At first it was just bigotry. But then afterwards, that true, pure hatred, that came from losing her. Who was the only thing he had to look forward to in life. That's the only thing he cared about was her. And then she died because she was raped by a soup. So... Yeah, that utterly destroyed him. And so with that being the case, 
her just immediately dismissing him, and then him lashing out in a way of anger and whatnot, and then them having her lack of acknowledgement as to why he's lashing. And it's like, yeah, I, I know that you know I'm an angry person, but do you have any idea what the fuck I've been going through? Like, you've just been isolated raising this kid by yourself. I have been in hell, okay? And it was like, I've been in hell because you were gone. You at least know that I'm alive, like that I was alive. You still cared about me, you still loved me, and you knew I was alive. I thought you were dead. I didn't move on. I didn't find someone else. I didn't seek out other happiness. I just lost my fucking mind. And to diminish that fact, to just go with the, you know, I'm trying to, he's like, yeah, you're going to probably try and kill my kid. Just fucking dumb. And then it's like, you yourself consider yourself being in a prison. You wish to escape. Why not use his resources to escape? And then when it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, clearly he might kill my kid. Then you run away. And it was like, then nobody knows where you are. And you ain't got to worry about Homelander coming back ever again. But no, they don't want to do that. Also, what the fuck is up with them not putting tracking beacons on anyone or anything? Like, it's a boy who you desperately need to, um, it's a boy that you, that you have to challenge Homelander. Um, and then he's also a natural born soup. Um, is that even a phrase? Soup powered people? Whatever. He's someone who's naturally born with abilities. Why doesn't he have a tracker inside of him? Why wouldn't you do that? They, they, they had trackers inside of um, the, the six people. Starlight had a tracker and everything. It was like she was constantly being traced and whatnot. So why would they not have that in the boy? You know, just it just seems like it seems stupid that they wouldn't because <laughs> he got kidnapped. And it was like, yeah, that was it. But it's like, yo, he's a goddamn. Um, what is it called? Uh. See, I'm blanking out on words, but, you know, he's a, um, he's a just-in-case clause, if that's a thing, so then the fact that he was just easily taken at the end of the series, I mean, at the end of the, um, season, um, just, just was really ridiculous to me, I was like, I was like, he just, I was like, there's no way of locating him whatsoever, I was like, you know, they tag animals in the wild, so, <laughs> I was like, so we can know their migration patterns, and it was like, but, but him, that, that you know, whatever. Have him have something that basically you condition him to believe that he needs it constantly, which is easel, easily, uh, easel, which is easily done, especially to a child. And it's like, you know, keeps like a locket or like a bracelet or something like that that's used as a tracking device. You know, and it's like he's just conditioned to always put it on. It's like it's a present your mom gave you that's really sacred from the family. And you got to swear to never take it off. And Whenever he's doing something, the mom has to remind him, like, are you wearing your bracelet? Are you wearing your bracelet? And something like that. And then he's just being slowly conditioned to always put it on no matter what. And, you know, something like that. Something interesting and tricky that they would have done to show, like, you know, like, yeah, they're manipulating the kid. Um, but it, it's like the boys is just so utterly fucking stupid. They introduce the, um, Wolverine chick, um, that's a part of the boys, they introduce her brother, who basically got, like, psychic push powers, or whatever, and, um, you know, talking about this makes me bored, and now I'm yawning, 
Um, they introduce him, and then they bring him on. And then at first he's like the scared soup running around and he's bringing some more information up with her. And then she's meeting him, talking with her, and it's like that's her fucking brother. And um, then Butch tried to kill him because you know that's just that's the cornerstone of his character. He's always gonna try to kill any superhero that he sees at first. Um, and uh, then you also had. Jesus, yawning. <laughs> but then you also uh, equate it to having him be a part of a of a um, crazy group that believes in doing some stuff or whatever. And the sister's like, "No, like those people are crazy. They're the ones who captured us. Remember, like they're bad people." And he's like, "No, they're they're the ones who helped us." And it was like they said that people would not understand their ideals, and it's like, "Oh my God, like why?" Why did you do this to him? <laughs> like, you could have just had him stay a scared kid and then him constantly want his sister to run away. And then her having to choose between, do I leave? Like, should I stay or should I go? You know? <laughs> and, like, having that be her problem. That way you don't, again, point a character, especially a brand new one, in a negative aspect. Because that's just all the show does. Anytime someone new shows up that's not a part of the boys... They're painted in a negative aspect. And they're eventually either killed or they're just straight up villains. And that's it. That's that's all this show does. No one no one outside of the boys is considered a good guy that is still alive. The chick that they used to work with in the CIA or whatever, who eventually stopped believing in them, stopped listening to them, and didn't actually care about them until much later in the series, um, like, yeah, like, you, you see what I'm saying, like, she, it was like, oh, you guys did this, I, I don't want to deal with you no more, and, and it's like, the fuck, <laughs> what, just, just on a, some ridiculous tip, and then just, just the constant need of making this show seem as if, like, you know, people who were to have powers, in our world or our society would do the things that they're doing starring in their own movies because why not that that seems completely dumb but again they're supposed to be products not people so i I can give a pass for that but then this season basically being them shooting a movie and trying to wrap up the movie and then dealing with the problems that they're dealing with and whatnot and i understand I understand, but I don't like it. I just, I don't like it. Um, having Seth Rogen constantly showing up on TV when he's one of the producers, because I'm pretty sure he just strokes himself every time the show comes out, and he's just like, yeah, I did something amazing, I did something amazing. No, you're, you're capitalizing on the superhero um, popularity boom right now, and you're doing it with a show that ultimately is just bad. It's just really, really bad. I got some. I got. I got video evidence of Homelander abandoning these people on the plane. I helped them though, but with this, we could finally be together. How the fuck is that your justification? You know, like how is that your your go to thing with this? It's like he won't leave me alone. He won't. So it's like that would be fine if they didn't introduce a chick that Homelander started fucking in this season. You know. And it's like, as soon as they gave him a girl that he started fucking, it seems like their BS Wonder Woman should have had 
all the time in the world to just do whatever she wanted. But they didn't let her do that. That that was never a moment that popped up when that situation was happening. They still made it seem like he was obsessive over um, Wonder Woman. Just just on a weird level. And he just, he just stopped lying to me. And he was like, I know you're gay and all that. And it's like, I, what is this? <laughs> I was like, this is so dumb. I'm not, I don't care. And it's like, they keep trying to humanize the people who are not human. And I, no, I'm not supposed to give a fuck about these people. I'm not supposed to like anyone that's in the seven. If anything, it should be a jarring issue to get along with Starlight because she is one of the only, she is literally the only good member of the seven. But she has to work within the system in order to break the system. But that's not how you break the system. So obviously her plan is flawed and stupid. But she's going to keep at it because she thinks she's right. And then no one in the series tells her, you're a goofy-ass girl. You just have light powers. That's it. <laughs> it's like, if you didn't have that, you'd still be a goofy-ass girl. But, you know, the thing that makes you special is the only thing that makes you special. Other than that, you're nothing. You're, you're nothing. And then that 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 annoying superiority um, bullshit that she has over uh, Huey is just fucking un- just, just uh, disgusting. Hey, you know... We should, we should stop. We should do this, you know. And it's like I like you, but at the same time, we got problems. And then, then, but yay! I'm glad that you're always there to help me. So essentially, he goes around simping like crazy for her, while she just has to be, you know. She just exists. She just happens to be a fan of the same shit that he's a fan of, but she's the pretty girl, like, she's pretty, and, uh, and essentially, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, um, the pop, the most popular girl in school is dating the, the nerd, it's like, or is dating a nerd, and I was like, well, why, well, apparently, they just have a lot of stuff in common, huh, okay, yeah, and then, like, that's just, that's, that's all that they are, that's all that they're doing, that's all that's become of their relationship, you know, and it's like, music comes on, and both of them start singing, and it's like, like, oh, you like this song too? Yeah, I like this song. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and then just to make it awkward, they put him in a car with a black guy who's like, clearly just don't want to. But then he turned off the radio and I was like, yo, I'd rather sit and just let the music play and be annoyed at the fact that they're singing than to turn it off and just be in complete, utter silence, which is just awkward. That's just awkward. Like, just, just like, just like dude, you're, you're driving a car. And it's like, everything doesn't have to be drab, dreary, sad, bad, and whatnot, don't try to go home and see my girls, I want to see my girls, man, my daughter and my wife, they think that I'm a terrorist, she, she probably look at the screen, she go, daddy didn't do that, daddy a good man, daddy bring me Christmas presents, but I can't, I can't right now, you, why can't I, huh, you tell me, give me some goddamn hand sanitizer, <laughs> just stupid shit, but, so fucking stupid. All, all of their, everything about them, their, their characters, their, their motivation, all that shit, get, get on my nerves. So, they introduced a new soup also, um, Stormfront. Um, big fucking twist. I mean, it's like, they made her a Nazi. Uh, they made her a Nazi, and <laughs> she went around killing people, 
And, like, she's been killing black people, people of different races and stuff. She's been doing this shit for years. She is a Nazi. Uh, met Hitler and all of that. And fucking... <laughs> and what was just ridiculous is the fact that um, they, they had her do all this stuff. And then she just became the person manipulating Homelander. So at first it seemed like she was an enemy towards Homelander because she was um, going against the status quo by being a superhero and then telling everybody, like, yo, y'all need to chill the fuck out. Like, y'all, you know, like, we're, you're, you're acting like you can be used when you're so much superior and whatnot. But I did like the small little snippet that they did where she would, like, talk to, like, A-Train. And then, like, he'd be like, do we got a problem? <laughs> you know, like, he'd know what's up. And then it's like, this bitch... Is a racist thing, but it never had him come out. Um, and then it's like a, then when he found out about it, and he was like, like, oh hell yeah, like yeah, I, I want her ass out. No, it's like this bitch is a fucking Nazi. And it's like I don't give a fuck if we all don't like each other. This bitch is a Nazi. <laughs> it's like that trumps everything. I thought that part was funny. Um, but uh, again, it's one of those things where it's like you know, you killed who could have possibly been the love of my life. And you did it on some bullshit reason. You not only didn't feel anything about it, you do it regularly. I should not feel sympathy towards you. I should not be watching a season with him going through the motions of being slower. His heart rate um, is stopping him from running fast. and He's dealing with Homelander, being like, yeah, you're not in the seven anymore. I don't need to see that. I don't give a fuck. I, I, as the audience, who knows what type of piece of shit individual he is, should not see the down moments in what's going on with him. I should just understand and recognize, like, yeah, he's going through some bullshit. But that's, that's one of the core problems of the boys, is that it just focuses on the soup's bullshit while it shows the boys just have a retarded attempt at trying to do anything. So... And then, like, they, 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 when people talk about it, they bring up the show, they'll focus on the wrong things. Like, um, the first season, it was the, uh, the babies with the, the baby with the laser beam eyes. And they showed that on, like, every fucking trailer for the boys when it was coming out. And it was just a dude holding a baby with laser beam eyes. Because as funny as that is, and you seeing it in the actual show and it cutting through people, like, like, it was, it was funny, it was entertaining. But it's a very small and short scene. But it doesn't explain or do anything for the boys. It just that's just a scene that happened. So uh, with this season, they had a dude who could make his dick grow, and then it went through a window and wrapped around a guy's neck, and it was incredibly disgusting and weird. There was no reason behind it, but it happened, and lo and behold, that's the only thing people can talk about. Did you see that guy's dick stretch out? And I was like, well, first of all, that's a joke from Scary Movie Two. Second of all. Like, why would he do it? You know, like, there was no reason to attack that guy. You know, like, maybe he thought he was an orderly or something. Like, I, whatever. You know, the dude whose dick can grow is like, I want to get revenge. I'm going to make an attack somebody. Leave, you know? <laughs> and it's like, why are they focused on attacking people when they should be focused on escaping? They're goddamn prisoners. Um, when riots happen, yeah, they go beat up guards. But at the same time, there's a the big chunk of the riot are people trying to just fucking escape. <laughs> so, and it's like, you know, just, just, uh, just generalizing. Um, 
Again, I'm, I'm nitpicking what I like and what I don't like. So, they introduced the character Stormfront. They showcased that she was racist. It was ridiculous that I had to go around killing a whole bunch of black people and stuff. And then she was like saying yellow bastard and whatnot. And she was killed and she killed the uh, Wolverine chick's brother and whatnot. And um, it happened. And I was like, oh, she's racist. That's crazy. And then it was like, we're seeing her constantly and things like that. And it was like, oh, oh, damn. And that's it. That that's it. <laughs> um, I I generally like the moments where she felt actual fear when it came to Homelander because of how powerful he was. Um, but they didn't give you enough of that. They gave you too much of her kind of taking over the role that the chick from the first season had, who essentially was replaced by. The black man who's been, well, whatever he is, who's been typecast as just an amazing villain. Because, hey, he's a great actor. But he's the bad guy on The Mandalorian. He was the bad guy on Breaking Bad. He's going to be the fucking bad guy in the next Far Cry game. Goddamn. But now, and then he's also the head CEO of the Vox company in The Boys. Because, hey, if you're going to go, do right, you do right. Um, if you're going to do it, yeah. If you're going to do it, do it right. So... He, they got, they got him, I do not know his name, don't really care to look it up, but amazing actor, though. I give credit where credit's due, he's an amazing actor, and um, considering the fact that this series itself is kind of going in a different direction than what the comic book um, for the boys is, um, that's whatever, that's not that far-fetched, I mean, have you seen the MCU? So, that's not a big deal, but the show is what I'm talking about, and this is what I'm judging, and... I know that basically a lot of people are, you know, um, pointing out and trying to coin in the fact that, hey, uh, the, um, like, hey, the, um, the character that was the CEO of Vox in the comic is, um, similar to who the, uh, new guy is being, you know, he's this emotionless stone person, Vox is above everything, Talking to Homelander like he's a fucking child, as he should, and all of, all that goodness. So you know, it almost seems like they were kind of backtracking with his character because it's like, yo, we introduced um, the actual character who we turned into a female, and then we had her have this weird motherly um, control and affection over Homelander, um, which was again very weird. <laughs> In the first season, I thought it was weird, but. It just made his character just, you know, if there's more things to go, like, yeah, there's something fucking wrong with this guy. And it was like, yeah, let's just give him more weird shit. So, that was a thing. Um, hell, the fact that, like, he drunk baby milk. <laughs> like, her breast milk. He, ugh. <laughs> just gross, dumb shit. But, um, I, uh, I, I understand that, uh, yeah, you know, um, it, it's a it's a weird backtrack because obviously it was like we made a mistake, we introduced this character, turned her female, and then we had her get killed. Um, essentially, I would I would guess to possibly throw off people who read the comics, just to just to strike the nail in the coffin that you know this is not following the comics. This is our own interpretation of the story of the boys, but you know we are using a good slew of characters. So, 
I, that that's how I felt um, considering this new season in adjacent to the um, previous season. Because um, like even even with her gone, aside from Homelander, no one else, nothing changed because she was gone. You know, and it was like just uh, the assistant chick who was walking on eggshells around them all the time is now it basically just has more power. But at the same time, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> um, so she, so she really didn't leave her role. She's just like her position in the company is higher, but her role as a character stays exactly the same. So that wasn't a big change. Um, and then you just have what's his face as the new CEO. So other than that, there's there's no big difference. And then like they just blamed all of the uh, stuff that they found out on her, um, and they just used her as a scapegoat. And so. Yeah, again, like again, just a just a way for to to softly fix kind of, kind of where the last season ended shit in a in an okay manner. You know, just that's not something that I grabbed on. It was like it was just like, hey, how do you explain this when this get exposed, when that got exposed, and whatnot? And it was like I had to push that bitch under the bus, you know. And it was like, who who's gonna defend her? <laughs> who 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 has the right to defend her? Only family she has is a baby that's going into foster care. So, um, like, yeah, I that's something that was um, that was an okay thing that they did within the series. Um, I would be interested to see exactly where that goes, um, considering how the company basically took a back seat in this season. There was like a lot of shit about them were getting exposed, and a lot of stuff was being done with the uh, what the superheroes were going through. What well, what the seven was going through, while they were um, under Vox and things like that, and it was like, hey, we well, you know about Compound V either. It's kind of fucked up, but we're here to fight for you guys and stuff like that. So all of that shit happening, and then you just have a company that's being blamed for all of this, and then instead of giving you more of an of just how deeply rooted this company is and in investing in these. In the seven and everything, and like the branding of Vox itself, it, it 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 didn't do anything. In the last season, you know they were sneaking into Vox's facilities and um, showcasing and finding out more things about the company in general. And on this one, they just kind of revealed stuff that the company was doing, but you didn't get a feel that the company was, you know, manipulating or like the the manipulation that the company had as a power sake over everything, like in the last season. Like in the last season, you could see that regardless of what they did, um, you know, regardless of what any of the, the seven did or any soups in general under Vox did, they, they had plans upon blackout plans. You fuck up too bad, hey, you out of there. Um, they would like, have press conferences all the time, show them speaking out about stuff. And on this one, it was more so of a, kind of like a, like how people jump up and start chanting stuff politically and it's like you got a character on TV but it's like you work for this company but then you're saying how the company is bullshit and there's no counter to that you know they don't have the company go we've reprimanded her several times for the stuff that she says what she says is not inclusive to the box company but we do appreciate her having her own opinions but at the same time you know that's just it's her opinions she doesn't speak for the whole company we're sorry that she feels this way. Shit like that. 
You know, it was like, just have a nice back and forth with the company. Have them constantly doing damage control like they did in the first season to showcase that, yeah, these people are still products. You know, there's still branding when it comes to the company. That way, it would justify a lot of the moments when, like, Homelander would come speak to the CEO and whatnot. Or when the CEO came and spoke to everyone else. And he was like, you know, I don't come down to this floor often enough to talk to you all. And I should. And I apologize for that. And I was like, we we should have more of him doing shit, like, for, like, like being there while they were doing stuff. And then speaking out on it. And then have him come and do this moment to acknowledge the fact, like, hey, you know what? Apparently, you babies need to be, um, you need your hands hold. So, hey, you know, that's my problem. That's my bad. I should have known better. <laughs> so, like, I, I would have liked to have seen more of that. And it was like, it was just more just the, 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 um, the, what is it, uh, business espionage type shit going on where it was like, hey, you know, they're responsible for this. And, like, they're, they're trying to mass produce just straight up babies who got superpowers now. And it was like, that's all they want to do. And it was like, um, uh, finding out who these people are and putting them in facilities to see what their powers are and stuff like that. Just, just some, some good old, and I was like, just, just realistically, it's like, yeah, this company is bad, but that's, that's kind of all we got, and I was like, we already know that, but at the same time, we do know that they have a stranglehold over everything, so it's like, show us that, don't just say they have a stranglehold, and then just when shit gets leaked, and then there's no, you know, there's no control or them like being like, hey, like we got this or we, you know, we don't got this. Or, well, all we, all we really, all I personally got was just that one scene where they were all sitting in the business room and then it was like this information got leaked and they all started freaking out. And then the CEO was like, hey, calm the fuck down. We're going to get past this. We just need to think of something. And, and I was like, yeah, I like that. But it's like, I would have preferred to have seen more scenes like that. I would have liked to have known like, yeah. You got people on high who are making these business decisions. There should have been a moment where, um, when Homelander spoke out about their whack Wonder Woman being gay, you know, like someone on high was to tell him, we weren't prepared. Like we weren't, we didn't want people knowing about her being a lesbian just yet. We had a plan for it. There was going to be shit going on. And I was like, and you just dropped that bomb now. And then even still, it was weird that it was like they were in the midst of shooting a movie and then all of a sudden the brand awareness became her being gay, so then they changed the tone of the movie to fit the um, her being gay and everything. And I was like, well, that's not how movies work. That's weird. I was like, it should have been them planning and talking about them doing doing a movie with her being gay, you know? And then, like, uh, just saying, like, hey, we're going to add in some gay elements so then your next movie will be your coming out thing. You know, and it was like, and then you'll just be like in the movie world, you finally came out as gay. And like, that would have been interesting to have them do. But they didn't. They immediately made it a brand thing. And then it just kind of kept berating her and berating her with like the, the stuff, with the, with, I must say the gay stuff. <laughs> but they, they kept berating her and berating her and everything. And yeah, like, that's a lot for any person. And it was a lot for considering what was going on. And then it was like, well, you know, we, like, study shows that people don't like it when both lesbians are pretty. So, we're going to have to do something about that. <laughs> and then I was like, what study? What the fuck are y'all talking? And I was like, 
at no point in time did someone sit there and go, what the fuck are you talking, like, like, no, but it's like, you have the whack Wonder Woman believe that Homelander is constantly worrying about her and watching her all the time, when he's not, which is, which is, it's clear that he's not, he goes and flies away every once in a while, and then he's dealing with the Nazi bitch, and it's like, why would you believe that he's just so fixated on you, you're not the only, like, superpowered woman that he would be interested in anymore, so, it should have had, like, a moment of her being like, hey, like, we could, you know, he's not fixated on me anymore, we could be alright, and I think I'm in the midst of getting some evidence to get him to just leave me the fuck alone forever, and, um, so, like, that would have been a better contract, it just, it just had this whack-ass Wonder Woman with no type of drive whatsoever, just sit there and take all this bullshit, and it's like, yo, these people are coming at you all wrong, completely wrong, you got the abilities to snap all the goddamn necks. You have power. You're a recognized figure. These people's lives can be interchanged. Like, you could fire and rehire these people like that. But you can't go anywhere. So, with that mindset, why don't you put that to terms with what was going on? And just be like, yo, y'all need to calm the fuck down. I get it. I'm gay. This is a huge deal. And you guys want to capitalize on it. But we, what we're not going to do. You know, and just... And like, just have her seem like she have some types of symbolism, of uh, symbolism, um, some type of sense, in actually holding on to any type of fucking pride that she could ever ever have, or just the idea of her basically throwing her weight around with a position. Hell, they could even have the girlfriend mention it. And it was like, well, now the one thing that you want to do is keep our relationship a secret. Now it's not a secret anymore. So why the fuck are you acting so like um, passive? And it's like, hey, you're right, exactly. Like, man, the fuck up, you know? <laughs> so, just something on, on that nature. It just had her just kind of going with the motions. And it's like, this is all Homelander. This is how he's getting back at us. He's making all this happen. And it's like, why the fuck? Ugh. <laughs> he's doing all this. He's making this happen. And it's like, he's, he's doing it. And it's like, this company has always been fucking rigid and ridiculous when it came to brand awareness. So, I doubt this is a Homelander thing. This is just... Ignit motherfuckers doing the thing. Jesus Christ, that's the fucking heater. That's sad. I'm in a hotel room and I'm like that. That was that was horrifying. <laughs> it sounded like it was trying to come to life. Um, it was trying to summon something into this world, summon something from the boys. <laughs> but I was like, uh, now so I was sitting looking at that. And I was, well, that's whatever. Uh, the now I understand because of COVID, um, Rona. You know, Rona fucked up everybody. But um, I understand that basically, um, you know, it it changed exactly how they had to do the rest of the boards, and um, I acknowledge that, and I'm okay with it. I don't know exactly when did they stop and they, you know, fluctuate behind um, what it was that they were trying to do or what they were going to do. Uh, oh, before I even get into that, I fucking hated when Homelander had that goddamn dream moment. And it was like him um, laser beaming everyone in the crowd, and then he just they, like, that was just in his mind. I was like, I fucking hated that. That's such a gay-ass scapegoat. That pissed me off big time. I was like, man, I hate shit like this. And it was like, if you're gonna do something, then do it. What's good? <laughs> I'll sit there and just, oh, He's imagining killing everybody, and that means nothing to him. But then at the same time, you have him focus on the fact that these people acknowledge and support him. So, what, 
what the fuck, you know, and it was just like, look, it's either he cares or he doesn't, pick one, but, but you can't, because you're too fucking stupid, so, I, I just, I thought that was so dumb that they had that moment, I was like, yo, if he did that, and then they tried to spin it somehow, and then it actually worked, that would have been amazing for the series. That would have let you know exactly how much fucking power that he has. As well um, as the power that Vox have. And it could have gave some something to grasp hold of. To eventually with him being like, you know, I can do anything. And the people will be on my side. I fucking murdered all those people in that crowd. And they were like, it was for the good of America. You could have easily used that later on. But, no, you're trying to make it, you're trying to base this weird fantasy in so much realism is ridiculous sometimes. There's like, oh, he cares about poll numbers. What the fuck would he care about? You're not voting for anything, dick. <laughs> so, like, why the fuck would he care about poll numbers? Oh, my God. Stupid shit like that. But, um, and, then, like, essentially Stormfront having herself like a, what, um, like those, uh, fucking, uh, Twitch moderators. He's like, yeah, I, got a, I got a guy who sits there and shoves out propaganda stuff for me that makes people accept me and acknowledge me, you know? And it was all you need is just a couple of angry people, and they just, their voices get heard everywhere. And I, and I was like, yeah, that's true. But I was like, again, you're, you're putting this in realism. It's like, we got some crazy-ass, uh, super-powered people going around all the time. It was like, do we need to do a, a, a internet thing, you know? Like, like, the power of the internet and the power of the the propaganda and whatnot. Hell, even starting off an episode where a guy goes into a store and he kills someone because he's like, you're, he's like, you, you're one of them, ain't you? He's like, yeah, you one of them. You could tell. I know, I, I could tell. And him being hyped up by the Nazi bitch. So, you know, and I was like, well, that was odd. <laughs> that was an odd start to an episode. But it was uh, it was coming back and getting sleepy again. But it's all coming back ahead. But back to what I was saying. Um, like, yeah, uh, about Rona and everything like that. I don't know exactly when the change happened in the filming and what, whatnot. Um, but at some point it did happen. But there was an obvious shift in tone of the series that stuck out to me. Which was that it highlighted and centered um, more on the female aspect of the series rather than any other character within the series. Um, and by the females, I literally mean their whack-ass Wonder Woman, Starlight, and Stormfront, who in the beginning of the series, when they tried to pin them as like, you know, the in the movie thing, and it was like with the girls and whatnot, um, like in, I said series, in the beginning of the season, of uh, the second season, when it was pinning them, it was like, you know, the, the main focus is like, it's going to be this girl power thing. And it was like, hey, at the end of the season, the main focus was like a girl power thing. But I was looking at it, and I was like, hey, you know, is that like a callback, or was I missing something? And then when I thought about it, and I was like, no, the whole fucking season has been this girl power thing. Stormfront was involved in so much shit. It was like, well, why wasn't she around in the beginning? Because she was all over the place. At Vox Secretless Facilities, she was married to the original um, creator of the company and shit. Uh, she was a goddamn Nazi. <laughs> you know, all of this stuff. All of this stuff. And I was like, yo, why wasn't she around before? But, you know, it was like they had to rebrand her, rename her, and then they just brought her back. That's whatever. But, again, weird that she was so 
involved in so many in so many other things, but we're just now learning about her. Um, and I was like, you could have had other characters who could be threats later on, or they presumed to be a threat, um, or they would become someone to take notice of later on that just had other abilities and other powers and whatnot. Um, there was also just just the notion of like Starlight basically coming out of this unscathed. Um, the the Wonder Woman bitch, she had a video of when Homelander let those people die at the plane crash, but at the same time it's like um, you uh, <laughs> which I thought was funny. She presented the video to him, and I was like, they're in a situation right now where they're being attacked. I was like, you could easily kill her. It was like, you easily kill her. I'm pretty sure her ass didn't use the cloud or nothing like that. So you can get, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's probably like the only video she has of that. Um, so it was like, you could easily kill her right now. And that way you'll never have to worry about this. Seeing as how his public image means so much to him for some reason. Um, I was like, yeah, you could easily kill her. And then try to pan that as something where it was like, yeah, these bastards killed her. Now we gotta hunt for him even more. And, you know, they just, like, memorial, like, just memorial shit for her and whatnot. They, they could've. They really could've. Um, but then for this series to end where, basically, they came out ahead. You know, um, Wonder Woman bitch is still in the Seven. The Starlight bitch went back to the Seven. And they legit know she was straight up a traitor. Like, they, they tried to kill her. You know, or they locked her up. But they knew for a fact she was a traitor. They know she's a traitor. And then she just joins back up with them. Her thing was that she had a fear of Homelander just randomly killing her whenever. Which was a thing. Because he was constantly showing that he could do that. He just pinned her up in the fucking elevator. And it was like, because you know, he can tell if you're lying and whatnot. And he's sitting there going, you know, and she's, he's just choking the shit out of her. They're in the elevator, he's just choking the shit out of her. And it's like, yo, at any point in time, if he felt like it, he could kill her. And he was trying to figure out if she was a traitor. And she was able to pass, and then he just walked away and left it alone. But it's like, he's been benignly threatening her for all of this season, and then near the end of the last season. So, it's ridiculous for her to be like, oh, I'm going to just join back up with the Seven, and everything will be cool. It's like, no. No. (laughs) No, Sylvester. It won't be cool. That makes no sense. And it's like, well, I'll, I'll, I won't kill you now, but I can do it later. What the fuck? <laughs> you, you, do, you do not sip tea with the enemy. That is, that is the rule. So, like, just ending the series on that, where it's like basically Homelander's kind of being backed into a corner for some reason, and everyone just seemed to have the upper hand on him. I was like, this isn't a victory for you guys. He's still stronger than you, far more powerful and he's the golden boy while all of you are not. And at any point in time, he can kill you. Much like with Butcher with the son when it came to his wife. You know, it's like, you might not do it now, but you'll figure out some way to kill him. You'll figure out a way to do it, and you probably won't even be well, like me being there or seem like you did it. But I know you will do it. So then it's like, why wouldn't you think the same thing for Homeland? And then it's like, just to, just to put the icing on the cake of just making Homelander this just freak of a man um you end the season with him masturbating on top of a building um just screaming out i can do whatever i want (laughs) 
I was like, what the fuck is that? And then his eyes start shining. And it was like, so now people can see the light up there. And they're like, hey, what's that blinking? Is that Homelander jerking it? <laughs> and he, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and I was like, that was weird. That was very weird. <laughs> but it, uh, it was very disappointing. Have you noticed that in my me talking about it, I've only brought up and spoken about the mostly the superhero people, because that's really the only thing that that fucking mattered. They had Butch um, Butcher reunite with his parents, and his dad basically just immediately um, coerced him into being a prick. Um, and it was like, "This is what you are. Yeah, yeah. You're an angry boy. Ah, ah you're mad. Yeah, because I used to beat you, and now that's because you like me." And, and I was like, what the fuck was the point of that? Like, what, what was the point? Because there was like, the dad's dying, and he wanted to see him. And it was like, so, that that's why? And I was like, because he just immediately jumped into pissing him off. And it was like, there was no rhyme or reason for it. You know, and it was like, regardless of whatever their past relationship is, if you want to use that as an excuse, go ahead. But it was like, the dad wanted to see him. But... This conversation makes it feel like eh, the dad couldn't be bothered to talk to him. And it's like he already knows what type of man he's dealing with. So why even want to talk to him? So then it was like, then why fucking call him up or get the mom to trick him into seeing him in the first place? And like, Maybe he just wanted to see his son before he died. Well, if that was the case, then again, why is it that this would be the first thing you bring up? It's some shit that would throw him into a rage. You know, it was like it, the, the conversation couldn't have. At some point in time, I was like, it could have slowly turned into that, but it didn't. It just, it just jumped right into it. I was like, you could have had him like talking about stuff, trying to reminisce, and Butcher just not wanting to hear it. But he just immediately came out of the way of the woodworks like this cunt, and then the dad was like this cunt, and then that thing just left. And then I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and it was like, son, you know, and it was like him trying to make up, and it was like, um, like trying to make up or anything like that. And he was like, I don't want to hear your excuses. And be like, that's not an excuse. I did what I did because you were soft, boy. And he was like, I made you strong. You strong because of me. He was like, you better, you better, you need to, um. And I was like, you need to thank me. That's what I called you for. I want you to thank me for turning you to the man that you are. God damn it. <laughs> some, some, some crazy shit like that. Then it's like, yeah, but you didn't. He just had him. He was like, yeah, he was, like, your brother was weak, but you were strong, boy. Ah, you're so strong. Look at you. <laughs> weird. Fucking weird. And then you have uh, Huey basically proved to be an ultimate simp. As I said before, he joins up with a bitch who's going around, got powers, and there's probably going to be some crazy reveal with her um, later. But his punk ass being like talking to Starlight, and then it seemed like he had some type of growth, because like I said, they always dial him back to zero. So it seemed like he had some type of growth. So basically, hey, we put him up. And then he was like, you know, I need to stop being so clingy. I'm listening to Billy Joel because that's what my mom listened to. You know, and it was like those songs just connected with me. I figured that if I keep listening to it, eventually, mommy might come home. Oh, that's so sad, you pathetic person. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what that is. But it's like, yeah, we all got hangups like that. People have things like that, you know, like you, it might not be in the same realm. But it's like, yo, you got something that you're hung, caught up on. And um, dealing with that, like having that. And then him being like, I'm going to stop doing that. Because that's obviously a problem. 
I'm, I'm sitting here clinging to shit that I don't need to. I don't need to cling so hard to anything. You know, it's like just, I, I, like my life is my life. Like I've, I've finally cleared my name of everything. I'm, sl- I'm getting over what happened because raisins. You know, he's getting over because of raisins, not reasons. Raisins. Reasons would make sense because you're doing all of this to avenge the death of your girlfriend, and you still have not killed the motherfucker who did, who killed her. And even when you had the perfect opportunity in the first season, which is something that pissed me off, they fucking broke his leg, and. Then he was just sitting there. And it was like, yo, you could tell this Wolverine bitch to slit his throat. And you could be done with it. Then when you go to the next season, your obsession, like your ideal or your reasoning for just letting go of this bullshit would be totally acceptable. You killed the guy that pissed you off. Like, that, that's over with for you. So, it was like, you've, you've dealt that blow. You're done. But, no, they didn't, they didn't do that. that. He's just now, it's just that, oh, I'm getting over it. So, I'm getting over it. Stop being this clingy to this stuff. I don't need to depend on anyone. I can find my own way. You know, I need to make a, do what I want to do to make a difference, how I want to make a difference, or blah, 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 or whatever. And that's fine. That's all well and good. You know, that's fine that they had his character go like that. But again, mama didn't raise no fool. Like I said, they make this motherfucker go up only to bring him back down to zero. So then Starlight was like, oh, 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 oh okay. And I was like, immediately, I was like, her reaction is perfect if his personality was to go this route. Because she didn't expect that. She didn't expect him to just be like, you know, I'm not just going to you know, just jump every time you're around. You know, and it was like, yeah, we're cool people and we get along. But at the same time, I know that I'm kind of fucked up on that aspect of just being like, I need to depend on you or I need to be around you. Or I'm constantly worried about you and shit like that. No, you're a grown ass woman. Who has powers. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, so obviously, I don't need to associate myself in thinking that you're a damsel and I need saving all the goddamn time. Yo, you need help calling your boy. But at the same time, I'm not going to be all ridiculously following you around like some lost puppy or something like that. And then she was like, oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. You know, it was like, hey, yeah, I just had a revelation as a man. You know, growing the fuck up. And it's just like, yeah, you can accept it. And then it's like, yo, their relationship can go from there. But no, then you just have, have, have him immediately just discount every fucking thing he just said. Because again, you're bringing his ass back down to zero. He, oh no, but I'm completely going to be um, obsessive of you. He said, oh yeah, you're not getting rid of me. Like, I'm, I'm always going to be like around you and stuff like that. And I was like, what kind of bitch fucking wordy? I was like, well, what kind of bitch ass mindset is this? Like, you're just going to straight up do this. And say what you're saying as if there's, like, just, it completely diminishes everything that he just said. You know, and it was like, oh, how how fitting for someone who says they're going to quit gambling to then go, but I'm not going to stop playing slots. I mean, come on now, that's not the same, you know? This <laughs> is like, like I'm, a, I'm a gambler. I have a gambling problem. But I'm going to keep playing slot machines. I mean, come on. Like, hey, I, I, I got to get, I got to win sometime, you know? <laughs> and it's like, well, then, motherfucker, you're not quitting gambling. You just... You're just saying you're not gonna go at it as hard, but you're still doing it. So then, then there's no point in saying that you're not going to be doing it anymore. Ah, uh, just stupid shit. Really, really fucking stupid. And I just, I, I could, I do not care for it. Thought it was annoying. Thought it was dumb. It is. Ugh. It's. 
It's the boys. It gets recognition for the most ridiculous stuff. They meme the hell out of it. And I watched it, wasn't impressed, and I was ultimately bored. Just incredibly bored. Hell, the, the Wonder Woman bitch couldn't even save her whack lesbian relationship. Because, God forbid, you know, the girl that you're in love with, find someone else all that time that y'all weren't together because you were afraid of being together. And she was like, yeah, we can't do this because you said we can't. And so, we're not. And I found someone else. I'm moving on with my fucking life. I'm not just going to sit around waiting for you. It'll be fucking crazy. You know? But, but, but I love you. And I was like, yeah, no, apparently you don't. Because, <laughs> and I was like, because you're dealing with your bullshit. But, 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 and then it's like in the second season, it's like, okay, now they're together for some reason. And then it's like, okay, but now there's complications with us just being together. And you aren't even trying to fight for that. And then it's like you do something that just shows how monstrous of a person you are. Well, he made me do that. Yeah, but you still did it, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, that's the problem. It's not the fact that he made you. You fucking did it. And then you expect me to be okay with it? Are you out of your goddamn mind? That's crazy. Like, no. I'm not okay with it. That's fucked up. And then it's just like, oh, she left. And then she's like, she, then she slept with a guy in the office. And then it was like, what are you doing? This is not brand. And she's like, so what's in your life? Can you just be a human being? And I was, I was confused on that. Because I was like, um, what? <laughs> I was like, this isn't a thing with her. I was like, you, you know you're a fucking product. You know, like, you want to think that you're human. But bitch, you ain't. <laughs> you don't have rights. You're owned. Everything about you is owned. <laughs> and because of that, I was like, yo, you went to go sleep with a guy? Because you was upset that the chick left you? Weird. But, <laughs> and then she just, he, I'm sorry. And it, like, left and everything. And I was like, so does this mean that, like, everyone knows? Or does it mean something different? I don't I don't know. They didn't explain anything. Then it's like, yeah, was it going to come out that she was sleeping with a guy or something? Because it seemed like that wasn't anything that was people were worried about when they did the press conference at the end. Um, so I, I was like, yeah, what was the point of that? And I was like, again, we're trying to humanize these people. All that you needed to do was to showcase that the lesbian chick left her. You didn't need to see anything else after that. All you needed to see was just that the lesbian chick left her. And just the fallout of the consequences of her actions. That's all that you need. You need the bare minimum for these fucking superhero people. But they're giving you so goddamn much and it is unnecessary and dumb. There's a truck outside of my goddamn hotel room. Crazy, man. It's more craziness, man. But... I, I am so upset with this series. It is not good. I'm not, I don't like it. It ain't interesting. Ugh. I don't like none of the characters. The only thing that I, the only thing that I normally, if I wanted to give any type of positive recommendation to the show, not even a recommendation, but positive things that I take away from this, is um, the fucking uh, relationship between Huey and the Wolverine bitch. Uh, uh, I said Wolverine bitch. That's rude. I like I like her character's dynamic is okay. Uh, the Wolverine chick. There you go. Much better. Much better. Easier to say. Easier to say. But um, they're in the first movie. 
I like the fact that essentially, you know, he was kind of like, even though the French dude liked her and everything like that, the Huey was the one who was just like, hey, like, all right. And, you know, like smiling at her, talking to her like she's normal and everything, and then just treating her totally fine. Um, because he comes from that world. He's a normal person who got thrown into this bullshit, unlike the rest of them who were who chose to do this crazy shit and then they and they've been doing it for a while, you know? But um not to say they weren't thrown into it, but like they, they've been doing this shit for a while. So that uh that was something I always liked. And like the fact that she was there when he confronted A Train at um and he and like she broke A Train's leg and everything on the first one. And then she, you know, in like um when she was writing and then Huey saw her trying to spell and he was like, it's really good. And she like smiled at him and things like that. And I was like, I like moments like that. I like is it's the little moments that make up for like big shit later on. So like they could be moments when like Huey's in trouble and then she goes to save him. Or like she'll go out of her way to try and help him, or she's traveling with him when they're doing shit and he was like, I don't want everyone else to know. Would you mind helping me? And then she goes along with him. And then you can equate that to her being like, I feel, he reminds me of my little brother. I used to take care of him like that too. You can't stop him when he's got his mindset on something, but you want to be there for him. And like again, they, they she doesn't she's not allowed to talk. And I was like, but she could probably sign something like that. But just shit like that, I would like, and it would give some dynamic to the grouping in the characters. Because as far as you know, like uh, the French dude, the black guy, and Butcher have all been together, you know. Um, but camaraderie wise it's like they just have moments where it's like they know about each other's lives uh but other than that there's really no camaraderie so to have Huey be the one to have some type of camaraderie with someone else who's outside of the rest of the boys what is is it's better it's just better to me it makes for a better dynamic within all of them because when she's angry and upset you know, it, it's not like, it, it's not like there's someone who can't, like, you just constantly go, I can't understand you because you can't speak, and, like, I, I liked when, uh, uh, well, uh, we'll get into it, but it was like, I can't understand you, I, but you can't speak, but it's like, it's, I can't understand you because I have no idea where you're coming from emotionally, period, but I did like when they had the French dude go, he was like, I can't understand you because you don't, won't teach me sign language. And I was like, well, I mean, that stopped you from learning on your own. But, uh, you know, sure, blame her for that. But I was like, yeah, that was a, that was a cool thing to say. But, like, yeah, at, at the same time, I, it's like, I understand what you mean. But at the same time, dude, like, you could have learned. Y'all had nothing but time. Y'all hiding out and pretending terrorists and whatnot. But, so I was, like, I, I was like, I wouldn't push all of that on her. But you could have learned it. But at the same time, I like the sentiment of it, you know. And it's like, I want to be able to communicate with you. Don't you understand that I like you? And it was like, I wish that I could just speak to you. Have that connection. Like you like you were chatting it up with your brother. Just signing away. And, and you two were just going, like, and he was just talking back at you. And it was like, I would like to have that connection with you. But I don't. And that's a problem for me. This is why I can't understand the pain that you're feeling. And I can't help you. It's because there's a lack of communication going on. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. And I actually like that. But they didn't go deeper. By the time they mentioned this, the, the season was almost over. 
And then she was kind of going through some bullshit. And then it just kind of ended the season with um, her slowly teaching him sign language. And I was like, that was it. I was like, there was no more of, a commotional, of, an, uh, of an emotional connection with them, which I would have appreciated and liked. It was like you see her start to um, teach him. You know, like it shows earlier, she'll like hand him a book or something like how to learn sign language and him smiling and then like they're sitting down and then like they're going over it and everything like that. And like they start doing signs and then at the end of the season, it shows when him like him trying to do basic stuff and her smiling at him and correcting the hand and showing what it actually means and stuff like that. And he'd be like, oh, oh, okay, so I'm supposed to go like that. And she'd be like, it's like nod her head like, yeah, shit like that. But again... That's far more detailed stuff about the boys. And this series refused to give more detailed information that can humanize and gives you a good sense of where the boys are coming from in their crazy life and their attempt to deal with all this bullshit. But they give you all the most unnecessary information when it comes to all these superhero people who don't fucking matter. Like... I did not need to see the screening process of the Deep getting his fake wife in order for him to try and get back into the Seven. That was a waste of fucking time. I just thought it was so weird that whole episode is just showing random woman after random woman after random woman. And then you finally, at, at, just at a later point in time, you finally got to hear them being like, oh no, this is um, a screening process to pick your wife. This will help you get into the Seven when they realize that, you know, you're normal now. Because the church helped you. Dumb shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, you didn't need to see that. If anything, it would have been cool if they would have started off with them being like, this is the screening process to pick your wife. And then you cut from there. And then the episode just plays out random woman after random woman speaking. So then you're just hearing these crazy things being said as the episode is going on. But you know what it's for. But it's a breakaway from whatever is currently happening to everyone else within the series. But at least then I would know what the fuck is this for. Because otherwise, it was just weird having these random breaks with women speaking about some shit. Then I'm not even I'm not even sure what the fuck they're talking about. And if anything, it almost seemed like you had to go back and re-look at that episode to even... To just grasp the concept of all the stuff they're talking about. And it's just like at the end when it was like, oh, this is the deep trying to pick a wife. You know, it was like, I why no i was just sitting there annoyed with it because i was like why the fuck did i sit here and listen like i don't give a fuck about what was going on with him but it's like the reveal just made it just ah like seriously that's what that was about that was stupid rather than if you would have just started off the episode with that i would have been fine because it's just like all right so this, that's what this is about and it's just going through the motions of showing the different women and whatnot and i was like yeah that's weird and then just getting to a point where like he finally decides, like, oh yeah, I want that wife. And they're like, yeah, I think that she would be better. You're trying to make your brand nice. You know, it just, it would have been fine. That would have been, that would have been fine. Oh boy, I've been talking for over an hour and my voice is getting hoarse. So, <clears throat> that's a perfect time. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. I got more stuff to talk about with the boys. Uh, I mean, there's other things about it that I don't like, but yeah, it's long since been forgotten. I just, I don't like it. I know they're going to get another season. They're going to. It's the only, it's like, it's like the Saw movies. As as much as people claim the Saw movies were gore porn, which they are. People kept watching them. You know, horror fanatics, gore fanatics, 
they, they just kept watching the movies. So they're popular in their own right. But the movies themselves completely went a different route than what they originally intended it to be. And essentially right now we're in the day of age where superheroes are everything. So they're putting it everywhere and they're making it be everything. And it's always that's what it's always going to be about. So having a series that is dedicated to showing evil superheroes, finally, that he or that, um, to showcasing the bad side of these superheroes, or if you was to get an evil Superman, evil Batman, evil Wonder Woman, and whatnot, and then you have normal people challenging them, which is the thing that drew me into the boys in the first place, is because that is an original and interesting concept of an idea. And then essentially, you don't give me that. You just give me evil Superman, evil Batman, evil Wonder Woman, and their daily lives and trying to cope with our current society if they were to adhere to our current society then i'm ultimately bored you know it was like it's like you're trying to make a reality tv show out of imaginary superheroes and i don't like reality tv so that's it that's that's, that's it that's the whole thing so I'm gonna end it on that, but um, this has been um my review of uh the boys season two. This has been fun with flame. I am your host. Dan- I have been your host, Daniel the Flame. Um, definitely uh before even before I sign off, um, definitely check out uh my comic book that I got um out uh, made it um under these guys, um. Because these guys are the ones who did all the work. Um, you can check it out on Amazon. I'll put like links and descriptions and things like that of that nature and all that hoopa goop. But um, definitely check that out. Uh, be be ever ever so ever so grateful, sir, if you could just look at it, sir. I mean, it's it's such a it's such a good read, sir. We, we definitely got more of the book coming out as well. So, um, right now, currently, we have a limited edition as well as a regular edition. So, um, the limited edition is only going to be up for just a little bit longer. Um, so, you know, get it while you can. It comes with a lot of extra stuff as well as, like, even the first draft of the comic, which looks totally different. <laughs> and, you know, just a, just a way to sit there and, like, poke shade at some shit that I'm currently in, um, you know, doing so you can sit there and go, well, like, you know, well, the boys is good. What did you make? Look at this piece of shit. You know, by all means, just get get in and see if it is a piece of shit. I guarantee you it's not. But just just see. You'll see. You'll see. But, um, yeah, um, Carpet, check it out. Um, it, the, the comic is called Carpet. It's on Amazon. Definitely check it out. This is a shameless plug, but it's a plug nonetheless. Sorry about that. It's, it, I, I, I like my comic. Um. So, with that, I am Daniel the Flame. This has been fun with Flame. And there's always good people. I hope you had fun. Ugh, I hope you had fun. Jesus Christ, my throat is sore. <laughs> like, just from the boys. Another reason to hate the boys. The boys made my throat sore. Because I had so much shit to complain about. Because, fuck them. That's not, that don't. I don't really think that's their fault, Daniel. I think I think you just kind of should have.
paced yourself or something like that. I had something to drink. No, no, it was the boys. The boys did this. The boys is responsible for everything. Damn those boys. Damn all of the boys.